morning, February 13th, 2023. Sophia Lillis, she played Beverly in the movie It and It Chapter 2. She turns 21 years old today. Michael Jackson's son, Prince Michael Jackson, 26 years old. Talk show host Jerry Springer, turning 79 today. Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia was found dead on this date seven years ago. He was 79 years old. One day after Charles Schultz passed away, the final Peanuts comic strip appeared in newspapers. That was in the year 2000. And Monica had the number one song here at Fun 107 24 years ago. With Angel. The uh, rain that's been moving through this morning should wrap up before 8 o'clock this morning. We'll see uh, some cloudy skies for the rest of the day and then maybe some more rain for tonight. Time. Time to spill the tea on today's celeb gossip and Hollywood buzz. Here's Maddie's entertainment update. On the Michael and Maddie Show. On the Michael and Maddie Show. So how about that Rihanna concert last night, guys? It was pretty good. So before I got started... I decided to ask people, like, what do you think the first song is going to be? And there were so many different, you know, songs that you could do. She has the most amazing catalog ever. Uh, A lot of people thought it was going to be Run This Town. A lot of people thought it was going to be S&M, whatever, uh, uh, Umbrella. A lot of people thought it was going to be Umbrella. I was thinking SOS for some reason. Huh. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, a couple people ended up getting it right, though, with blank better have my money. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting choice. Yeah, yeah. So that's what she started with, and it was a banger. That's when people start talking. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes, Rihanna is pregnant. She confirmed it after the show. And I think she made it pretty obvious during her performance. You know, like she kept touching the baby bump. Well, not just that, but she whipped open her jacket and like immediately like was like rubbing her stomach, yeah. you know? Like she was clearly like, Yeah, I'm pregnant. What's up? And I'm and I'm doing this Super Bowl halftime show. What's up? I thought it was great. I thought it was so fun to watch. She she did all of her hits. She poured up. Only girl in the world. We found love. Um, the one that I was hoping she'd play, she didn't play, and I knew that would happen. Um, I was really hoping for, um, where does it go? Uh, what's my name? Una, yeah, I was expecting that too. I thought, that's, I thought that's what she was going to come out with because I really expected like a message like, you know my name. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, but I was really shocked that she didn't do that song. But then again, you know, she had a lot of uh, songs to choose from. Well, technically, and, she opened with that, but for a split second. Yeah. And then it went into the Better Have My Money song. I think right? that was a part of the commercial, though. Like, the intro commercial. Oh, you know gotcha. how they, like, yeah. So I don't, I don't think that was a part of her performance. But anyway, um, it was a huge night for her. And I... I I really liked it. I thought the the set design was incredible. Very. I thought like her song choices were really good. 
and I thought the dancing was really fun, and I loved that she didn't have a guest. Like, she doesn't need one. Well, she did. It was the okay. baby. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm telling you, like, she went on a podcast three days before. I did a lot of digging last night. Three days before, saying she will have a guest there, a, special a special guest. guest. And it was, I'm telling you, it went over everybody's head. Very, very smart of her. Yeah. And that was her guest. You know what I mean. <laughs> like, there was there was no. Yeah. I was very disappointed that there wasn't a, a special guest. I, like see, a I, I loved that there wasn't. I think that, like, that just, sh- like, that is such a Rihanna move. Like, I don't need anybody to help me. Like, I don't need a supporting act. Like, I'm good. We're, we're good. I thought that the platforms that they performed on were really cool. That's what I'm saying. The set yeah. design was nuts. Yeah. And then, like, with all of the lights, like, she was high up. Like, yes. she was very even, high up. Even the play-by-play guys on Fox were like, well, obviously Rihanna shows that she's not afraid of heights. Right. <laughs> like, it is nuts. I loved it. And so did her uh, honey who was in the crowd. Um, who is she married to again? ASAP Rocky. And uh, he was supporting her wearing one of her jackets that she wore to, like, announce that she'd be doing the show. Um, so now they're going to be welcoming their second baby together. So that, that family's growing fast. It's exciting. And when it comes to other celebrities at the Super Bowl, there were plenty. I mean, the list was pretty extensive. Uh, you got Jay-Z and Blue Ivy there. Paul Rudd, everybody's favorite guy, man. Everybody's favorite man. I just, I love him so much. It looks like he was with his son. Uh, yep, his son Jack uh, supporting the Kansas City Chiefs. You got Niecy Nash there with Questlove. That's a cool one. Adele was there. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't pan to these celebrities more. I didn't really see them doing that. Did you? A little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. I saw Paul McCartney there. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Carla DeLavigne was there. Um, Jordan Sparks. Okay. All right. You would think that she'd be there to sing. And then, of course, Bradley Cooper, Eagles fan, had to have been there. Uh, Kevin Hart. These are, like, that'd be so cool to run into those people, like, at a Super Bowl. But, I mean, I guess you wouldn't. They probably go in a different way or something like that. Uh, LeBron James was there. Uh, Winnie Harlow. So many, so many big names. Um, Oh, I remember oh, them panning Musk. to Elon Musk. I remember them panning to him, and, and I was like, okay, we don't... It was Elon. Who else was with him there? It was, like, was, there. It was like a random woman no, with him. Um, God, there was, well, it that's, was that's another... The woman that I saw was definitely... Grimes is a very interesting-looking human. She was, and she was and normal last night. I don't know if that was her. Really? Yeah, I don't know if that was her. I could be wrong, but I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, a lot, a lot of different celebrities there last night. So... Rob Gronkowski, that weird Super Bowl commercial that everybody was getting ready for and talking about with his fan duel, uh, was kind of weird. Um, he ended up not making the field goal. What? But if you blink, you miss the whole thing. So it was really quick. The way that they panned the commercial, they tried to say that it was live. Michael, you're saying it's not. It did not look live to me. Well, it let, looked like it was filmed about two weeks ago. Let's listen to it. Live from the Arizona desert, it's the fan duel. Destiny. Rob Gronkowski kicking for $10 million. His trainer, Adam Vinatieri, with the Gronkowski family looking on. Here we go. The kick is up. It's no good. He missed it. But you still win. FanDuel is still giving customers a piece of $10 million in bonus bets. Check your accounts tomorrow only from America's number one sports book. Now, listen. I would bet 
almost anything that that was not live because even the way like if you look at the way Vinatieri standing with the other people who are around like they group them together. I just know how things are put together with these things. It didn't feel live at all to me. The only part that makes me wonder and think, hmm, is the fact that they said live from the Arizona desert because you cannot do that. If you are not live, you cannot say you're live from the Arizona desert. Yeah. That's an FCC violation. But, hey, we've seen FCC violations in the Super Bowl before. Well, what I think what happened is I think it may have been pre-recorded, but I think he didn't, like, redo the kick or anything. Like, I think it was, like, a genuine cut. Of like, okay, like try and get it in. Here's one and done. One and done. Like yeah. I, because like his reaction was pretty priceless. Like you know, like it was real. Like he was pretty bummed that he missed it. So I think like that could have happened. It was um, just too prepackaged. I mean, it was exactly thirty seconds. Like there's no way you could pull that off and have it be not twenty nine, not yeah. thirty one, but exactly thirty seconds. Maybe I don't know. Like you could definitely prepackage the beginning of it. And have, like, the intro of it and then go to the kick. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't Either feel, way, it was, it was weird. did not feel live to me. Yeah. It looked like it went through. Well, that's the other thing. It, it did almost look like it went through. And then you can even hear it for a split second cheers, like, as if it goes through. <laughs> no. You, you hear the no. <laughs> so I don't know. Super Bowl was weird. and Just in general, everything. But, hey. So, but people still got their $10 million and... I guess. Yeah, all right. More entertainment news on the Fun 107 app. Workout world. I wanted them both to lose. I have to admit, <laughs> though, I have to admit that was a good Super Bowl. It was night. such a good Super Bowl, but guess what? Nobody cares. We're going to talk about the commercials um, <laughs> because it's all about the halftime show and the commercials. And the commercials, overall, not too shabby. Not too shabby. Which one stood out to you? I had I had two that I really liked, and they both came in the third so, quarter. The one that stood out to me the most was definitely Blue Moon because of how weird the commercial was. That was going on. For the first time in 30 years, Coors Light has an ad in the big game. Actually, this is a Miller Light commercial. Karate. <laughs> it was so weird. I'm like, what is happening here? Code refreshment. <laughs> and who did you think was ultimately paying for it? Coors or Miller? I had no idea. Yeah. Coors commercial. Miller commercial. Actually, it's a Blue Moon commercial. Oh! <laughs> I was like, that's such a good commercial! Yeah, that was very creative. Did, so good. Did you think at any point that there was going to be a, a joining or collaboration of a Miller collab. and Coors? Yeah. You did. See, I, I would, did. I don't know. Out of anything, like, yeah, it would be a collab, right? Yeah. You know? Moods, I like didn't that. know what was going to happen, Such which is exactly what one. they wanted. That was good. But, um, hey, New Bedford getting a little love last night with the amazing Earl White, uh, who's a New Bedford native, and he was the star of this one called Love Your Enemies. It's a bunch of different pictures of people arguing, really. Maybe I'm foolish. Maybe Was it a Jehovah's Witness commercial? So I actually didn't see this live, but I saw it all over my social media because of Earl. He's from New Bedford, huh? He yeah. is, yeah. He's done a couple of things prior to this, but he keeps climbing the ladder. This is his highest elevation of success so far. Oh, God, yeah. Being in a Super Bowl commercial. 
Um, I, as far as I remember, this is the first commercial I've ever watched that was anything religious in terms of their message. So it says, Jesus loved the people we hate. He gets us. All of us. Jesus. It's commercial for Jesus. com slash love your enemies. That's a nice change of base. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And it's a very powerful commercial. It's just a bunch of different um, images that make you go, whoa. So shout out to Earl White. Big one. But then there was also, you know, the fun ones, too. used to be pretty clueless about shopping, among other good. things. Like, when I heard I could save by getting cash back with Rakuten, I was like, as if. But then I was like, why didn't I do this sooner? As if. She looks amazing. 30 years later, excuse me? Um, looks exactly the same. Crazy. Unbelievable. You want me to do a jingle. Oh, it's not a jingle. Oh, did he? One hit yeah. for Uber One. No, that sounds like a jingle to me. Diddy, don't do jingle. We're talking about a hit song. Want a hit? Uber One can save you on rides and eats. Yeah, it's kind of sweet. That's cool. What else we got? Uber One saves you forever. Rides and eats. Save on whatever. Okay, Donna. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. I liked that one. Here's my very favorite one of the whole night. Yo. These are the bomb. And they're air popped, not fried. Hot corners. Breaking bad. You're an artist. Actually, Jesse, it's just basic ingredients. No, we don't eat our own supply. We're <laughs> Jesse, everyone's going to want to taste. And I know just the guy to talk to. What are these? We call them popcorners. Say their name. <laughs> <laughs> popcorners. Tight, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, How my much God. of this stuff do you have? We've got six signature flavors, y'all. Seven! You make seven! <laughs> so on point. So it's good. So good. And all of them look great, too. They look the same. Unbelievable. And then, oh, my God, Miles Teller coming out of nowhere to bless our television screens. It's now less than 96 minutes. This was a really cute commercial. Because who has not been there before? Right? Let me just sit on hold. And it's always the same music. Yep. Why is it always the same music? Always. And then they bust out dance moves together. Like, how cute is that? Yeah, that was that's really good. That's his actual good. wife. No way, yeah, really? That's his, uh, yeah, that's his wife in the commercial. So what do you know? think? What's your favorite? Oh, God, I don't know. I mean, this one was good, but the Blue Moon one. Blue Moon was very creative. That, that was the one commercial where I was like, oh, snap, yeah. you know? We thank you for your patience. <laughs> so good, so good. There was a, there was a good, couple good ones. A couple I was like, eh. but I would. Sorry, are you still there? Yeah, yeah. we're still here. Okay, please hold. Okay, <laughs> I would say Breaking Bad was number one for me. Um, number two, Bud Light with that with that one yeah. with Miles Teller. I really like the Blue Moon one as well. Yeah, pretty good. Solid pretty good. choices. Fun one hundred and seven. And we have tickets for you to see her all week long here at Fun one hundred and seven on the Michael and Maddie Show. If you want to win some to see her on February 28th in Boston, just uh, get on the Fun 107 app and sign up to win. So uh, I got to say, pretty much a a Super Bowl for the ages last night, unless you are an Eagles fan, (laughs) who our boss is, by the way, an Eagles fan. So, like, I would expect him to be in a very bad mood this morning. Eagles got robbed last night. They really did. Yeah. So here, I'm going to show you the at the end of the game. 
this is tie score at the end of the game. And if this did not happen, the Eagles would have got the ball back with like two minutes left. So here, here's um, here's the the the, the holding call. James Bradbury, they're going to say he grabs him. He's got his left hand on his back. I don't know. My, I think you let him play. Obviously, Mahomes thought he saw it. I think. I don't know. I think you let him play. So if that if that was not called, that gave them a, a first down, and they got they ended up scoring a touchdown. That would have meant that. The, the Chiefs would have kicked the field goal right there, and then right. the, the Eagles would have got the ball back with like right. two minutes left to, to at least kick a field goal and tie it. LeBron James, sorry, but I don't like that call. Not for the Super Bowl, man. He's yeah. not wrong. Um, it's a weird call. Drew Bledsoe, hate that call. Wow. Uh, you've got... Where's Tom Brady at? Julian Edelman. You absolutely cannot make that call there. Oops. Brady did not say anything. James White from the Patriots. That's a bad call. Ooh. Okay. Well, um, almost unanimous. I mean, even me watching that right now, I'm like, he barely touched him. Right. That's the thing. Like, you know, my, it's funny. My daughter was asking me about uh, holding last night. And I was saying, I was saying, it really, it's you can't impede the the receiver's route. Right. And that did not happen there. Hmm. Very weird. Yeah. Very weird. You know, I mean, other than that, it was a pretty flawless game. It's funny, though, because you know how, like, this is the first year that so many states have gone to legalize gambling? Uh-huh. And oh, it's boy. hard not to think, just at least enter your brain, the Eagles were, like, the favorites, and they just kept... Um, the, Vegas wanted people to bet on the Eagles. Interesting. And they, they just did. And this is why. Hmm. There's going to be conspiracy theories about rigged. Yeah, rigged yeah. stuff, the, the referees, the um, uh, you know, terrible. I just, I hate when people blame it on one play, though. It's like you had an entire game. You can't, you can't blame a loss on one play. That was pivotal, though. That was I mean, a that was certainly moment. a pivotal moment. But it's like... Okay, you should have scored earlier in the game. You should have, you should have, like, I don't know. You can't blame it on one thing. Just talking about controversy, yeah. that's no, all. No, it's true. It's true. Like, both teams had, Brady says it all the time. Both teams had, yeah. both had their chances to win. Right. And the ones that take advantage of those chances yeah. to score. I mean, that's... I thought I thought it was a great game. And my oh, mom was like, a... you know, like, limping off the field. And then coming into halftime, like I don't care, let's go. Yeah, like that's awesome. No, that was that was epic. It really was. It was a very good football game, especially for the casual viewer. Yeah, because me, right? No, it's <laughs> like, true. I'm watching, and it was great because I was watching just as a pure like I hope for a good game, and I got it. You got it. You know, the the other thing is one of the things like now that people can bet on the apps, you can take bets. In game. Live, yeah. Live, in game. So, like, at halftime, for example, the, the Eagles are up by 10, 24 to 14. Would you ever have thought that the Chiefs were going to win that game? No. I would, who would? Yeah. And so I bet there are a lot of people who lost a ton of money like that. And, you know, just saying. <laughs> just saying. It is 657. 90-second news update now. Phil Devitt.
Time is of the essence. That's the word from the New Bedford Police Union, which is using its Facebook page to underscore issues with hiring and retention in the department. The city is down more than 40 officers despite having the budget, and the union fears the shortage will lead to burnout for those already on the job. New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell says staffing shortages in urban police departments are a national problem, especially after the last couple of years. He says he believes departments will recover, just not over. Overnight. In the meantime, New Bedford will expand its recruitment efforts. A Fall River man has been killed in a crash in Johnston, Rhode Island. Police say Jimmy Pemberton was driving a BMW on Route 6 Saturday night and was taking the off-ramp when he apparently lost control and rolled down an embankment. Pemberton was reportedly not wearing a seatbelt and was pronounced dead at the scene. A female passenger was hospitalized in critical condition. A Boston man has been indicted on federal charges accusing him of trying to hire a hitman to kill his wife and the woman boyfriend. Mohammed Chowdhury allegedly paid someone to kill the pair, but the person did not follow through and instead contacted law enforcement. An undercover agent posing as a contract killer then met with Chowdhury, and Chowdhury allegedly agreed to pay $4,000 for each murder. He was arrested last month on federal murder for hire charges and remains in custody without bail. And a marine project on Nantucket has the attention of singer Weird Al Yankovic. He tweeted, it's a lifelong dream come true, after the town recently named a photobioreactor after him. The device is intended to stimulate production of algae at a shellfish hatchery. The Nantucket Natural Resources Department asked the public to suggest names for the machine, and the winning choice was Weird Al Plankovic. Who doesn't love Weird Al? In sports, another Super Bowl in the books. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the Philadelphia Eagles last Last night, 38-35, to 35. the Boston Celtics are on a four-game win streak after sweeping the weekend at home. We'll see if they can beat the Milwaukee Bucks Tuesday. And the Boston Bruins take on the Dallas Stars Tuesday following their weekend loss to the Washington Capitals. We'll check traffic and weather next. From the Chardo Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. A little bit tired. Guys, I feel good today. I'm usually hungover. I never tell you this, but I usually wake up rough on Monday morning. Well, I feel good. A lot of people, just even if you didn't drink last night, you stay up a little too late, right. maybe. That, that was food. it for me. A little too Way past my bedtime. Morning. But it was worth it. It was a good game last night. And by the way, speaking of a good show, because Rihanna was an incredible show, we've got another incredible show coming to Boston at the TD Garden SZA, February 28th. And we are hooked up with a stack of SZA tickets to give away this week uh, using the Fun 107 app. You want to get signed up on the Fun 107 app. And then just hang out, wait for a call from Maddie and myself. We could be surprising you with these scissor tickets. And more winners right now. Happy Monday. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So, uh, Little Birdie tells us you are a fan of SZA. Yes, I am. I love her. Do you have a favorite song? Um, honestly, her whole album right now, SOS, um, is one of my favorite. Well, my favorite from that album, I should say, is... I have a couple, but yeah. Love Language is one of them. Um, I love that song. And obviously, um, Snooze is my number one. It's hard to pick just one, but the good news is you're going to hear all of those live. Woo! I'm so excited. Yes, you just want a pair of tickets. Oh, thank you. Thank February 28th, you. Sis is going to be in Boston, and so are you. 
Wow, thank you. That's amazing. I appreciate it. What are you going to bring? Um, probably either my sister or my cousin. All right. I like it. Well, enjoy your time. Enjoy the SZA concert and let everybody know who's hooking you up this morning. Fun 107. Thank you. Congratulations, Deja Green from New Bedford. More tickets coming up. Make sure you get yourself signed up on the Fun 107 app to win from the Chart Oak Tavern newsroom now. Here's Phil Devitt. The New Bedford Police Department is operating with almost 50 fewer officers than its budget permits. And the police union has taken to social media to share its frustrations. The union says hiring and retention problems mean the officers already on duty have to pick up more work to cover gaps. But it's not sustainable. The union says it's asking for clear communication and a firm plan to address the matter from leadership. A weekend car crash in Rhode Island killed a Fall River man. Police say Jimmy Pemberton of Fall River was driving a BMW on Route 6 in Johnston Saturday night and was taking the off-ramp when he apparently lost control and rolled down an embankment. Pemberton was reportedly not wearing a seatbelt and was ejected, pronounced dead at the scene. A female passenger was hospitalized in critical condition. No word on what may have caused Pemberton to lose control of the vehicle. Officials are working to recover the high-altitude, unidentified object successfully shot down by the U.S. military over Lake Huron on Sunday. In a statement, the Pentagon says the object's path and altitude raised concerns. An F-16 shot down the object, which was flying about 20,000 feet over Michigan after it was detected Sunday morning. Defense officials did not assess it to be a military threat to anything on the ground, but they did say it was a safety flight hazard and a threat due to its potential surveillance capabilities. There are no indications of any civilians hurt. And the nation is buzzing this morning after Rihanna's performance during halftime of Super Bowl 57 in Arizona. She took the stage Sunday for her first live performance in five years. Rihanna came out floating above the field on a suspended platform while she sang some of her greatest hits, including Wild Thoughts, Work and Diamonds. The Grammy Award winning artist was also surrounded by an enormous crew of backup dancers who were decked out in white puffer tracksuits. Her performance stirred up rumors she was pregnant with her second child and those rumors were later confirmed by her reps. The Kansas City Chiefs went on to beat the Philadelphia Eagles 38-35 to claim the Super Bowl title. In sports at home, the Boston Celtics had a great day yesterday, beating the Memphis Grizzlies 119-109. Their next game Tuesday with the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Boston Bruins are in Dallas on Tuesday to play the Stars. Your traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 106. Dig into your favorites at Brax. About the Super Bowl commercials and a lot of the funny ones, I love the... Breaking Bad one of that that was my my favorite the mm-hmm. Bud Light one with Miles Teller dancing on the with the whole oh, music yeah. was really funny and then the uh, the Miller Light slash Coors Light slash Blue Moon finally commercial was the very creative moment very of the creative. night but we we were saying earlier I couldn't remember any sensitive commercials because usually they the Super Bowl is good for every once in a while especially like Budweiser will hit you right in the I feels know. and I didn't really remember any but somebody just reminded me of one that i probably would not have had the feels for just a couple of years ago but now that i'm a dog owner oh it really got me <laughs> did you see the the amazon commercial oh, yeah. where they where they get the puppy during the pandemic and then you know they're with the puppy for years and now everybody's going back to school and back to work and the puppy you know the dog is you know now grown up a couple of years old 
gets into everything. <laughs> and if anybody who got a dog over the pandemic like I did can totally re- relate to it with the, the chewed up remote control and the, the chairs being chewed up and like him just going crazy. And the family decides to, you know, now we got to do something here. The dog's going crazy. So they go on Amazon and they buy a crate. Like, you might like that one. And the dog's like, we're not going to put me in a crate. You, uh, am I leaving? He's worried he's going to get given away. And then they bring Life in the crate. Oh, it's a friend. They got the dog his own little puppy. They got their puppy a puppy. That was good. It was so good. That got me. <laughs> what a sap. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> it is 822. 90-second news update. Phil Devitt in the Charn Oak Tavern studio. Time is of the essence. That's the word from the New Bedford Police Union, which is using its Facebook page to underscore issues with hiring and retention in the department. The city is down more than 40 officers despite having the budget, and the union fears the shortage will lead to burnout for those already on the job. New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell says staffing shortages in urban police departments are a national problem, especially after the last couple of years. He says he believes departments will recover, just not overnight. In the meantime, New Bedford will expand its recruitment efforts. A Fall River man has been killed in a crash in Johnston, Rhode Island. Police say Jimmy Pemberton was driving a BMW on Route 6 Saturday night and was taking the off-ramp when he apparently lost control and rolled down an embankment. Pemberton was reportedly not wearing a seatbelt and was pronounced dead at the scene. A female passenger was hospitalized in critical condition. A Boston man has been indicted on federal charges accusing him of trying to hire a hitman to kill his wife and the woman's boyfriend. Mohammed Chowdhury allegedly paid someone to kill the pair, but the person did not follow through and instead contacted law enforcement. An undercover agent posing as a contract killer then met with Chowdhury, and Chowdhury allegedly agreed to pay $4,000 for each murder. He was arrested last month on federal murder-for-hire charges and remains in custody without Bail. And a marine project on Nantucket has the attention of singer Weird Al Yankovic. He tweeted, it's a lifelong dream come true, after the town recently named a photobioreactor after him. The device is intended to stimulate production of algae at a shellfish hatchery. The Nantucket Natural Resources Department asked the public to suggest names for the machine, and the winning choice was Weird Al Plankovic. Who doesn't love Weird Al? In sports, another Super Bowl in the books. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the Philadelphia Eagles last Last night, 38-35, to 35. the Boston Celtics are on a four-game win streak after sweeping the weekend at home. We'll see if they can beat the Milwaukee Bucks Tuesday. And the Boston Bruins take on the Dallas Stars Tuesday following their weekend loss to the Washington Capitals. We'll check traffic and weather next. From the Chard Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Winter. A Super Bowl party last night, and this kind of became a heated conversation. And did you guys see over the weekend there was a restaurant down in New Jersey that announced when they come back from their little break a week from today, they're going to have a new policy. And the new policy is no kids under 10 allowed to eat (laughs) at their restaurant. That's funny. And there were uh, most of the people I'm seeing online, most of them, like maybe 80% say this is a terrific idea. What a great idea to have a restaurant where kids are not allowed to go 
you know, maybe a little more upscale. It's a nice night out. You don't want your your meal ruined by a screaming kid. You're well, trying to get away from the screaming kids. I think that's the question that needs to be asked. Is this an upscale restaurant? Or is this like an average type of meal? So it says price range with the $3 signs. So it's three out of five, right? So that's not that expensive. It's kind of it's moderate. It's like mid-range. Yeah, moderate. It's called... Nettie's House of Spaghetti. So it's probably See, that, not that that's, super. That's what's not sitting well with me. You're telling me that little baby James can't go to Nettie's House of Spaghetti? Really? Like, <laughs> come on. Um, my knee jerk reaction was to be like, no, this isn't cool. But when you take into consideration, like, really nice restaurants, you don't bring kids to really nice restaurants. And if, like, if you want to make it known, like, hey, your kids can't come here. Okay, I, I like, I kind of get that. But Nettie's House of Spaghetti doesn't exactly sound like Capitol Grill or Fleming's. Fleming's, Or, yeah. like, it doesn't sound... <laughs> so if this was Fleming's... I would understand. No problems. No problem. Fine dining. A 10-year-old has no business being at a fine dining establishment. They wear white gloves. Fleming's. They have like bre- they have like the breadcrumb getter. Yeah, okay. That's the guy's sole role for the whole night. If there's a breadcrumb getter, like no ten year olds. Yes. Okay, <laughs> like I get that. He'll be working overtime. But like a like a pretty casual place, like uh, I can't get. I'm not on board with that. Now, did you see what the reason why the, the restaurant said they were going to go this way? I did not. They said that they're they're fearful. There's a liability issue because parents are not watching their kids huh. enough. And the kids are running around the restaurant. Oh my god! Yeah, and uh, you know sometimes they're you know they're running into the waiters or the wait servers or whatever, they're, and they're just afraid that there's going to be kids getting hurt. How many times did this happen for it to become an issue there? Hmm. Like what? But we've all been to a restaurant. And we've seen parents totally ignore their kids, but be like, bad behavior. I don't know. Like sure, absolutely, but. How often was it happening here where they were like, okay, enough is enough? So they said between noise levels, lack of space for high chairs, cleaning up crazy messes, and the liability of kids running around the restaurant, we've decided that it's time to take control of the situation. It wasn't a decision that was made lightly, but some recent events have pushed us to implement this new policy. Do they have to prove in some way that their child is 11? That's People were bringing that up on, um, like on Facebook, too. Like, my child's 11. Because okay. they, they had a lot of people who were like, well, my kid looks like he's like 7, but right. he really is 10. Right. Hmm. Like, how? Like, can I see some ID? No, I'm 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, interesting. I well, guess it's one of those awkward things where it's like, you just kind of hope that they're being honest with you. Right. I mean, I think the closer like the kid looks to 10, probably... in. More likely than not, there's not going to be an issue here. If you're 10 years old and you can't control yourself at a restaurant, right. there's an issue. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's more geared to like the two, three, four, five-year-olds that can't, yeah. they could never be mistaken for a 10-year-old. They're yeah. not going to lose business either. If that was around here, think about how many people, uh, how many restaurants there are. I mean, if I'm you know? if I'm an adult looking for a nice meal, like, and not, and I don't want to be bothered, like, okay, cool. Now we can go to Nettie Spaghetti. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm like, I just can't. <laughs> Change the name. I, I can't. Like, if you're going to be a fine dining establishment, do not make it a rhyming fun name. Okay? It's like Mickey Mouse. Like, if my, if my 10-year-old child has a fun time saying the name of your restaurant, <laughs> they're allowed to go. Will this hurt the restaurant or help the restaurant? I think, I think it's going to be 
it's going to be neutral. Like, I don't think it's going to help or hurt them. I'm going to say help. I think so, too. I think, it, 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 you know, there are tons of restaurants out there you can bring your kids. You know, so it's kind of like, it reminds me a little bit of um, back in the day when restaurants were put in a tough position with uh, the smoking laws. They had to say, are we going to be a smoking yeah. restaurant or a non-smoking restaurant? Not just sections, but like right. an actual restaurant. And they had to make that determination. Now, that was tough. This is similar to that, where they're, they're not being forced to make that decision, but they're making a business decision, kind of like they were with that smoking situation. Uh-huh. What's what's my crowd? Right. What's my crowd? So, we'll see. Well, it sounds like a good road trip, though. Nettie's house is spaghetti. <laughs> I go for some spaghetti right now. <laughs> On 107. <laughs> some clouds today and highs up in the mid-40s. We are at 42 now. It was quite a weekend. It was... Such a quickly developing story that I almost couldn't keep track of all of the... Are these more balloons that are coming over the United States? It is not balloons. It is UFOs, baby. UFOs. Wasn't there one in Alaska or something like okay, that? Okay, so I have a timeline of the latest of this is what's going on. So it, in Please case catch you, me up. In case you missed it, the U.S. military shot down at least three unidentified flying objects over the weekend. This is after... The Chinese spy balloon, whatever that nonsense was. At this point, it's unclear what the objects were, what their purpose is, or who sent them. Um, but I guess the U.S. and Canada have become hyper vigilant since that balloon incident. Incident. <laughs> Thank you. Sounds like the name um, of an album, the balloon incident. Yeah. So the balloon Pearl incident. Jam, the balloon incident. Right. So that happened February fourth. Now this weekend. So on on the tenth. There was a UFO that was shot down off Alaska. So a U.S. fighter jet brought down it uh, in the waters of Alaska. It broke into a bunch of different pieces. Um, so it is most likely not a balloon. So Really? Uh, the Defense Department is saying. Because I was about to say the exact opposite. Like, why do we keep saying UFO? I mean, it technically, technically is. Technically is but an it, unidentified like, people flying like, object. People are going to think like, you know. Nanu, nanu. Yeah, exactly. It's not that. I, but it is. Like, that's the terminology for it. People <laughs> have just taken UFO to a whole new level. Um, a White House official saying the object was the size of a small car. So that's kind of scary. Um, and then the next day, a UFO was shot down over Canada. So an American F-22 fighter uh, downed that object in the over the Yukon Territory, ter- territory which borders Alaska. Um, it was described as cylindrical and smaller than the spy balloon, um, but it was picked up on radar. And then yesterday, a UFO was shot down over Lake Huron. So it first appeared over Montana, reappeared yesterday um, off Michigan. It was flying at 20,000 feet, had an octagonal structure with strings hanging off, but it had no discernible payload, U.S. officials said. So, hey. Payload? UFOs, baby. Is this the, UFOs. the day that you've been waiting for? Is this it come? Is the day that I've been dreaming of. UFOs, aliens, they're here. Is this something nice? They're here. I, I uh, so many, so many memes. So many memes are happening right now. And I think the best one is uh, the sign guy. You know the sign guy? Uh, he holds up yes. a piece of cardboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his said, uh, the aliens are here to watch Riri perform. <laughs> and I was like, that is so good. That is so good. Uh, but yeah, the day has come. But yes, I think it's important to remind people that UFO stands for any flying object that is unidentified. Okay? So this doesn't mean that it's aliens. It doesn't mean, even though I want it to. 
Um, it could just be they don't know what it is yet. Does there any part? Seriously, you've been like a fan of UFOs and aliens for a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. None of this scares you. Like, of if, course this, it does. if this actually really, really, really was what you were joking that it could be, I wouldn't would be you be petrified. out of your mind? Absolutely, okay. absolutely. But so be I would also what be you like, wish for. But I would also be like, ha! I was right. <laughs> Nanu, nanu. <laughs> I would, I would eat it up, baby, eat it up. If. You-